Welcome to the Garbage Fire Podcast, aka MFKS Radio on the airwave style at 487.52. Your pod is hosted by Kelsey and Megan, who are now experts on 15 Winter Olympic events. The Garbage Fire Pod is all about being unironically passionate to the point that you would dive into the dumpster for the things that you love. Fucking nailed it, Megan. Uh, yeah. Off book every week. Yeah. There's like a there's a cadence to it. Yes. It feels like I it feels like I don't know, reciting like the the opening um the prologue in Romeo and Juliet. Where you go like, get into it <laughs> yes. and you're like, Yeah, I can do this, I got this and then you like you get to, you know Yeah, in Fair Verona. Yeah. <laughs> where we say it lay our scene. Lay our scene. Lay yeah. our scene, yeah. And then and then after like where civil blood makes civil hands unclean, you're like, Shit, now I forget it all. <laughs> yeah. you're like, fuck. Because whenever I teach grade 10, I always try and do that for my kids, like, from memory, and then I'm always like, uh, nope, I'm out. Yeah. Oh, man. Um, so it's Saturday. Yes. As we record, and we'll put this up on Sunday. Uh-huh. Which means I don't have to, like, rush to get it done before I go back to work. No. Let's go. Love, love a Saturday record. Planning and shit. Love a Saturday record. We have nothing on our list we today. We have absolutely nothing, so we're just going to vamp for a while until we come up with stuff like this. <laughs> Um, the Olympics started the other day, they so that's did. fun. It is fun. Um, it's on in the background. We're very distracted by TV as always. Yeah, it's it's the loot, uh, which is terrifying. Oh, so terrifying. Um, okay, so skeleton and luge, which is scarier, do you think? I think skeleton scarier, because the last thing I want to do is see my doom coming at me. But if you can see it, don't, wouldn't you be able to correct before it becomes like? Oh God! Perilous? Could I know? If you were, if you were the athlete, I feel like you could, right? Um, but because I, I, think, think... I think they'll lose. Like I know, obviously, they can see a little bit. You know, the way that they hold their heads and stuff. But like, I think with skeleton, like you can see it coming, and so you know, like if you can see if you're like riding up the wall too much, you could like, you know, kind of correct to come down on that curve or whatever, so that you're not. I feel like even if I was a professional athlete. What is happening on this cruise ship? I have no idea. I would get my money back if there was Shaq on my cruise ship. Even if I was like a professional athlete in that sport, I would not have the self-efficacy to save my own life. (laughs) Like, crippling doubt would still extend to that point. And I feel like I've stronger glutes now so I could squeeze my bum and steer I don't know how skeleton steers it's still body weight steers. It's, it's still body weight is it? yeah uh, but no I just always I just think that because you can see it coming that you could like avoid you know you could mitigate some of the the terrible things that could happen <laughs> because you could see them before they become terrible right? Uh, yeah I still don't know I just, There's lots of things about the Winter Olympics that are just fucking terrifying to watch. They're so ridiculous. Like, I was watching um, some snowboarding yesterday. Yeah. And even just, like, you know, nobody got really seriously injured or anything. Like, you know, there were some guys who, like, they, they wiped out or whatever on, like, in the slopestyle event. And I was just like, how do they do that? I don't know. Like, how do they, how do they just, just do that? And then, like, almost wipe out and just keep going. Like, I don't... I... Oh, for sure. And, like, we had to change the channel because I was going to cry at the Mark McMorris documentary that was on again. But the amount of times for them that failure has to happen for them to get this good. Mm-hmm. Like, what was that one, the jump one? The ski jumping? Is it just ski jump? Yeah. That's all it's called? Yeah. Like, imagine the first time you tried that. And your certainty of death was, like, 97%. That's true. 
I'm like, and all, all you gotta do is just like stay on your feet. Okay. <laughs> I, I hope <laughs> <What>? so. <laughs> um, also, humans are not good at landing on. No, not really. Um, also, like the I've seen like training videos for ski jumpers and stuff, and like in the off season, though, like in the summertime, they'll do like they'll have like they have specially built hills. Yeah. So they go down in the summertime and they land like in water. Yeah. I've like seen that, that would be awesome. No, that still sounds terrifying. No, I, think I don't like great. heights or speed, <laughs> so all of this is just... Is that why you live in a walk-up and not like a high-rise again? Or? Sanity. No, that never freaked me out. Um, I don't know. I don't know what it is. Yeah, so the Olympics are, are going to like take up a large portion of our time and concentration for the next like two and a half weeks. That's Yeah, I'm happy for it. Because that's how it's going to go, which is good. Because last time the Olympics were on, um, I remember watching, like, the women's gold medal hockey game yes. at work. Because it oh, started really? at 10 in the morning. Yeah, I remember watching it, like, at work on my computer. Um, and I know, like, friends of mine, because I was teaching at a, not in a regular school, I was teaching at a different, at a different site. Um, oh, and so yeah, I didn't right. have, like, classroom or whatever, so I just watch it and no one cared. Um, but I know friends of mine who taught at, like, regular schools the Thursday for the women's gold medal game and the Friday for the men's semifinal game. They were both at, like, 10 o'clock in the morning. They just got, like, kids gathered in, like, the central hub of the school and just, like, watching hockey because, like, no one was paying attention. Oh, yeah, of course. Which of course. is kind of awesome. It is. Um, I'm super enjoying Have you watched any of the curling, the mixed doubles curling? Yeah. It's fascinating. Who is it that got mad at me because I said curling was dumb? Was it Tyler? It might have been, yeah. It was either Tyler or Tom. It was probably, it was probably Tyler. It was probably Tyler. Tyler? I'm sorry. <laughs> I still do not like curling, <laughs> but I bow to your expertise. But if you well, if you ever watch like regular curling, like regular normal curling with like a foursome, and then watch like the doubles curling, it's such a like a totally different game. They, sure. They do things, but they know they do things very very differently because they have to. Yes. Um, and there's like I don't know what the fuck I need this for. <laughs> just uh, and it's just it's just different to watch, and it's interesting to see like how that, and the people that I was listening to some commentary yesterday about, it, and they were talking about how like, because the people on these teams are generally like, um, they're generally like, the leaders of their of their own teams ultimately. That like there's always there's that interesting like dynamic, dynamic. between them. It's like who's gonna be who's the boss and who's actually gonna call the shots mm. and that sort of thing. Um, what I do like about curling is unlike this sport or unlike the jump, I feel like just anybody can do it. Oh, for sure. For sure. Which is nice. Yeah. Which yeah. is nice. Jesus, that does not look good. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Watching someone go down a homemade, like, luge in, like, luge a plastic track. God, that's a death trap. Those parents need to be taken away for negligence. Yeah, but except their kid, I think, has made the Olympics now, so. Hey. There he is. The see? ends do not justify the means. Don't they? No. <laughs> never. His uh, name also is Tucker. There's a problem. Yeah, he's probably from, like, Connecticut. Yeah, just true. the way he was dressed. Yeah, yeah so true. definitely from Connecticut. So Probably true. went to like Duke University. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really I've, stereotyping. I've been to Duke. It's a nice place. Um, but yeah, I don't know. So the Olympics are going to be a thing, I guess, for a while, which is fine. Which is fine. Something to look forward to, I guess. It is. I find it very, like today is like the first I've watched, um, and I found it 
difficult to like be interested because the time zone is very difficult. Yeah. And I don't like watching things that are delayed. Like, I don't like non-live Really? Sport. Yes, because everybody told me on Twitter this morning oh. what happened in all the events. And then I went to go, okay. like, see the replay of it. And I was yeah. like, well, then what's the point of watching now, right? Right, right. That's so it's like you either stay off Twitter yeah. or you stay up all night and watch what happens. Because it wasn't even, like, people that we know on the pod account that were commenting. It was, like, promoted ads yes. from, like, CBC. Yes, that was like, yes, did yes. you see blank and blank? And I was just like, well, spoiler alert, my dudes. That doesn't make it very interesting to watch. And then I looked, and next time it's in Beijing, too. Yes. So I was like, ah. Oh. Which means that the NHL will go. Because oh. <laughs> they want to expand into China and stuff. It was a very loud sound. I'm just like, I like the way it was real loud. <laughs> That's the only time I've made a loud sound. Um... Yeah, so, um, what's your favorite Olympic event, Winter Olympic? I'm super, super into the long jump now. I watched a whole seven minutes of it, and it's at the top. <laughs> it's insane. They're, they're acting like birds, and you're a human being. Your body shouldn't do that. It's unnatural. But, like, flightless birds. They're just gliding. They're not even, like, that's the scary part. Imagine, oh my god, imagine... If just a fucking penguin walked by and they were like, you sons of bitches. <laughs> How did you do it? Or like a chicken or like... <laughs> I was thinking like a winter bird. Um, I was just, well, when you said that imagine, because of a bird, I was thinking like, imagine you're like in the middle of your jump and a bird like... <gasps> like what's his name? Randy Johnson? Yes. No. <laughs> oh no. Because that's like a... Oh, that's a double homicide. Then. I, know, I know. Oh, absolutely, you'd be dead. That's like when you hit your car yeah. into a moose. Yeah, you both did. Oh yeah, because like just imagine all of a sudden like all of whatever happens and then and then like just imagine that like you know how do you how do you adjust for that so that you don't die? You don't. Holy you shit. can't. You don't have like well, you have your skis, but you don't have like a fucking rudder. And you're in the air. You're in the. Like you're, it's not just like it's not just like you like you're on the moguls and you're like you know all of a sudden yeah. no you're in the fucking air, and from the time you leave you hit the ground is like a reasonably long time. But it's not. It's only like six seconds. But it's like being able to correct and whatever. Oh all yeah, the whole no way. Lifetime. No way. Like even on the highway, what are you supposed to give yourself like four seconds in between you and the car ahead of you? Yeah. To like. Yeah. Correct. There ain't no correction happening for you, pal. No. Taking out that Arctic turn. <laughs> are there Arctic turns in Korea? I don't think there are. I'm trying to think of winter birds, and I'm stuck. It's not going to be like a little chickadee. A puffin? Puffins are like <laughs> island birds, they are. are they not? Yeah. Mostly. Aren't they in like Newfoundland? Yeah, and Ireland. And Ireland? Did you know? Give me a fact about Ireland. Well, it's no. It's Megan's I... Ireland fact minute. Oh, is it? Uh, oh, no, I was going to say, did you know that the Porgs in Star Wars were created because there was too many puffins on the island where they were filming? And they wanted to roast them? No, they just made them into, instead of, like, trying to edit them out, they were just like, let's make characters out of them so that they would... Amazing. They, yeah. Love it. Um, fact about Ireland. I don't have <laughs> any joking. facts about Ireland. You don't have to. No facts about Ireland whatsoever. Not today. I said that because... My husband finally listened to our leap year episode. He's like, <laughs> Megan just knows too much about Ireland or like something like that. So I thought I would mention that in here. 
Um, I flipped my calendar over today. I have an Ireland like, uh, like a three hundred sixty five day calendar or whatever. So there's like a picture for pretty much every day of the year from different places in Ireland. I finally flipped my calendar over from January to February today because I looked at it and I realized it's like, oh, it is not January anymore apparently. Nope. Yeah, and then I was like, oh, I really want to go back. Like really bad. You should. One of these days. Um, the thing with the Olympics that I always find is the commercials always get me. Like, there's commercials oh. that the CBC has, and I'm always just a wreck. I'm just, like, crying. I'm like, what is wrong with you? The one that got me last time was the, I think it was Tide. It was, like, thanks to, or no, it was Procter & Gamble, and it was, like, thanks to the moms mm-hmm. or whatever. God damn it, that one. Have you seen the one with, like, the that starts with the baby? No. And it just shows, like, it counts down her odds of winning an Olympic gold medal. She's born with like no legs and only one arm, and then I'm don't tell me the rest of it because I will cry. Oh, you and, and like ultimately it's about like a Paralympian yeah. who has won, yeah. you know, Olympic gold medals, and it just every like the odds just get um, slimmer and slimmer. No, the odds they actually get bigger and bigger because oh. she keeps working and working, and you uh. know it's the first time I thought I was just like, oh my God, oh. I can't, I can't. Uh. Moms, the New Jersey Devils. We have literally no plan. What a segue! <laughs> it just came to me the in a dream. The New Jersey Devils are the best organization in the goddamn NHL. They do amazing things. I love it. Yeah, so this weekend, they're playing in Columbus tonight, and it's a mom's trip. It is. I have a problem with a mom's trip going to Columbus. Why couldn't it be during, like, the L.A. San Jose? It probably had to do with, like, child schedules and... I know, know. but, like, next year, guys, we could step this up. But also, it's John... It's their coach's birthday today, Mm -hmm. and his mom's there. So maybe that's part... Maybe that was part of the... Maybe. You know. But, like, so, like, most teams do, like, a dad's trip every year, and then it's just a big... Usually go, like, Phoenix and go golfing or whatever. Um, And so the Devils have their moms with them on this road trip, and it's great. It's so great. And they, this morning, they, like, Amanda Stein, like, gave her microphone to the moms, and she had, like, some of them interviewing their sons, which was awesome. Oh, my God. I can't wait for next week's, or, I don't know how regularly they do it, but the Devils All Access podcast. I think they do it weekly. Is it weekly? I think so. She's going to have so much friggin' dirt to talk to Art about. Oh, my God. Um, she did a good one this weekend, or this week. She did. Our, our favorite was on it. Yeah. Like 15 minutes. There's a little, well, there's some significant shade to Alberta on it. Oh, there was, it was amazing. And I'm just like, good for you. Good yeah. for you for getting out and doing well. That's yeah. just it. That's just it. Well, and yeah, and he made some, he made some comment, like, there's still just a little tiny bit of shade. Like, it wasn't wasn't overt. No. And and for people who don't really pay attention to that, they'd probably be like, oh, yeah, okay, cool. It would just, like, make sense to them. Yeah, it's just a comment about yeah. never having been in the playoffs or whatever, but it's yeah. like, yeah, I've never been there before. <laughs> and for him to say, like, made hockey fun again, I was just like, oh, yeah. boy. Do you know who really should do an all-access somewhere is uh, the Colorado Avalanche with Neil Yakupov, because I would like to hear what he has to say. I feel like, I feel like Neil wouldn't say a lot. Maybe not. Because he, like, even when he comes back, he always talks about, like, how much he loves the city city and loves the fans and loves them. Like, I don't think he's one of those guys who will throw that shade. Mm -hmm. I don't think he will. I think he's, I think he's a good kid. I truly do. Um, Taylor Harlow said earlier about the Devils, he said, like, earlier today, 
He says, both my parents have really liked how I've been treated by the New Jersey Devils and the trajectory our team is on. Both my parents are really happy with that, so it's all good. That, like, just a little bit more. Just a little yeah. tiny bit more. I love it. And I super... He, Amanda interviewed them. And what did she say? Like, what's a quality you get from your mom? Yeah. And he said his athletic ability. <laughs> yeah, no, but it was like something... It wasn't just as athleticism. Oh, fuck, I gotta find it. You vamp. Um, you vamp. Yeah, and, uh, yeah, so <laughs> we both watched it, and <laughs> we both loved that he loves his mom a lot. It was sort of, like, the, the thing. Yeah. Um, but it's kind of cool to see hockey players, like, be human beings when they have yeah. their parents around them. Like, you remember that. Like, Patrick Lina, there was a thing in the Players' Tribune, which apparently he didn't write, like, he did an interview and someone wrote it for him. Of course. It's um, the players' tribute. Yeah, and I mean, it's not like people didn't know, right? But yeah. now it's like out there that people know, and now you gotta kind of... But like, seriously, I want that job. <laughs> uh, you're not kidding, me too. Uh, but to but like, Patrick Lana, I didn't know this, like, he lives with his mom. His mom moved to Winnipeg. That's super nice. And she, and she like, cooks for him still, and she drives him home from the rink, like, after practice and stuff, and I'm like, that's adorable. That is really You know, nice. because, like, it's nice that, you know, he doesn't have to live with one of the veterans on the team, necessarily, because his mom is there, you know? So he's not, like, being led astray. Yeah, and and really neat that, obviously, that's going to allow him to succeed a lot better than if he's just, like, alone. Yeah, well, for sure. And then having people around, um, Kate... Time break. There's a new show coming out in March on NBC, and it's from the producers of Hamilton and Friday Night Lights. And I was, I didn't even know what it was about, and I was like, I'm a hundred percent in. It's like a musical. I don't know. And I was like, Yeah. Wait, what? Yeah. Is it happening right now? Okay. This ad is on right now. We'll cut all this out. Yeah. No, we're no, we're not going to. We're not going to cut it out at all. Anyway, there you go. Show called. I saw an ad for it during the Super Bowl, and I was just like. All I literally all I saw was like the cinematography and like producers of Friday Night Lights and Hamilton. I was like, I'm in. But who's what? I don't know. It doesn't matter. I don't. I don't care. think Lynn's involved. No, I think it's no. I think it's uh, what's his face? Black? Alex Blackmore. Yeah. Oh boy. Okay. Yeah. Maybe. 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 Yeah. 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 Um. Anyway. I've just been hurt by. So thanks for listening to us because this has been twenty minutes and we're just like. Off the rails. Kelsey's looking for a video. I'm looking for that. Just one quote from him. Oh my I know, god. I know. I know. My um, raw athleticism. Athleticism. I get it from my mom. Is what he said. <laughs> and I burst. Which out is funny because his dad was like a football player and a boxer. Yes. That's amazing. <laughs> and every time Amanda posted something, she'd like try to fit Kim, his mom, in there. And she's oh, yeah. like, Taylor's fabulous mom, Kim. Oh, I know. It's so great. So, hard. so, so, so oh. great. Um, but yeah, so uh, the devils are doing cool stuff, which I think is really, really neat that their moms are there. Mm-hmm. Very cool. Yeah, because it, it just puts a different spin on the whole you know, like, getting the family involved, and, like, and in that interview that, that they did with Taylor Hall, he said that, like, his mom, he remembers, like, her driving him to practice at whatever time, you know, like. like five in the morning. Five I in the morning. I love that story, because it's, like, such a fucking mom story, because they're, they're driving around and around and around, and they can see the rink that they're trying to get, they to, get to, but it. they can't get in there so what they do is just turn around and go home yeah and i was like that is such a mom who's just so fucking done yeah that she's like today we literally cannot yeah and so i'm sorry but no 
I love that. Sorry, we're not. Today is a big old bucket of nope for you and the hockey. <laughs> this is a big sign from somewhere above. Sorry, kiddo. That it's, yeah, it's a big old nope for sure. Oh, that's funny. Um, but yeah, so that's happening, which is kind of fun, and I'm sure there will be some more stuff on there. Social media. The thing about their social media, too, I guess we're talking about the devils for a while. Yeah. They do good things with their social media. Like, it's, yeah. it's engaging and it's involved and, like, they want they want people to participate in their Instagram stories and, and participate in mm-hmm. whatever, which I think is really, really good. Because other teams... Don't do that. <laughs> other teams 100% do not do that. No. Um, which is really unfortunate, I think, because I think it's just a missed opportunity at this point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we've talked about that before, how it's a, a, a like, entitlement to a fan base. Mm-hmm. Well, that brings us to the Rangers. Yeah. Just look laying it this, all out there, man. Look at this segue action. Just laying it all out, It's like Rangers. we've nearly done 40 episodes. <laughs> yeah, so the Rangers uh, wrote a letter, basically, to their fans. <laughs> like... We suck. We're not we're not where we thought we would be. Yeah. And you need to prepare for some changes. Yeah. And you're not gonna like some of them. Essentially that's what it was. They're trading Hank is what's gonna happen. I think they're gonna eat some salary and trade Hank. People are saying Zuccarello and I was like, they wouldn't put out this statement if Not for just Matt's, no. Not for just Matt's. No. So I'm pretty sure it's it's Hank and like you know what? Hank probably should have left like two or three years ago. If he wanted a legit if chance. If he wanted a yeah. legit chance and to go. I know they've been talking about him to Dallas for a long time. I don't know if that's the best place for him to go to win. <laughs> New Jersey. Um. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, Jesus. Um, yeah. But it, I just the approach that the team took to be like, here's the thing. We are sorry. And it wasn't pandering either. No, not like, like not very... like what we've had in the past here, but no. it was just very much like we know that we are not where we as a franchise thought we would be at this point, and we're going to have to make some changes. Yeah. And we're sorry about that. Oh god. Oh god. Oh, um god. and then they, you know, they said the things that they needed to say. Yeah. Which I think... Is he okay? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, he's fine. Someone just got hurt. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, I don't I don't know if he got really all that hurt. It just that was, it was a super bump. slow-mo. Yeah. <laughs> it was just it was a lot of bumper. So it was like an action. infinitesimal second, in and the, we saw it for six seconds. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like, good for them. Yeah. Because why not? Might as well. And it really, I think, humanizes the organization. It humanizes the players a little bit. And then which was the... There was another NHL team that showed up on my feed, too. Was it, like, Pittsburgh or something? Like, fans, for every tweet that they put out, fans would say, trade blank for blank as, like, a reply. Mm-hmm. And the person running the social media was like, guys, I only run the social media. Yeah. I don't have any control over yeah. trades. Please stop tweeting trades at me. Yeah. <laughs> I was yeah. like, that's also good. Like, sometimes you just got to tell fans the truth. Yeah, and just and just be yeah upfront and honest and and whatever about it. Um, but yeah, I thought the the Rangers approach was interesting. And I think then that what it does is it ultimately whatever the whatever moves they decide to make, you can't say as a fan that you weren't warned. Like yeah. it, you know you might not like the move and you might not like the return and it could end up being like a bad one for one like whatever it is. But at least you know that like the the organization is aware that there are shortcomings and they need to address them. Mm-hmm. Whereas like. 
the Oilers. Radio silence. Uh, either, but like they're apparently shopping like Slepyshev quietly, and apparently they were like willing to listen to talks on Clefbaum or whatever. And then someone, there was a tweet that got retweeted into my timeline a couple days ago. Uh, or from like a couple weeks ago, but it was just retweeted in yesterday that I saw it, and it was like about how the others <laughs> would they would the others consider trading Adam Larson, and I was like, if they trade Adam Larson <sighs> after all this bullshit, after all we've been through, I, yeah, but then it will become well, it was Taylor Hall for Adam Larson for yeah, blah, oh I know, like, and I kind of sort of can't wait for that. Okay, Mark, why why is this an hour long? Um, it's only a half hour. <sighs> Um, but yeah, that I was just like, they end up making that trade. The, uh, the Adam Larson for, unless it's like literally Adam Larson for Taylor Hall, like it wouldn't be, unless it was literally that, I would be like. Adam Larson for Hank? <laughs> no. No. But the others did the thing again last night where they didn't win. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're playing again tonight in San Jose. I gotta write a pregame for that at some point in time before I go. I guess. Um, they're bad. They're pretty much done. They're not like a hundred percent mathematically out of it yet because no one's actually Isn't clinched. Five like percent. No, it's like it's like point five. It's like point five. It's, it's like infinitesimal at this point. They're not like technically mathematically out of it because no one's actually clinched a playoff spot yet. Yeah, because it's too early. Because it's too early, but like they're out of it. How many games are remaining? Like twenty-five. Too fucking many. <laughs> Like, preach. At this preach. point, at this point, too many. I wrote the pregame yesterday, and by I, I really mean Tyler wrote it for me, because I was like, I have to write a pregame. And he's like, why don't you just say something like, watch the Olympics instead? And so I did. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, unless you're watching on NBC, then it's real trash. Yeah. Uh, like the Oilers PK. Um, yeah, no. How many games do the Oilers have left? Let's find out. They have played 53. Oh my god. So what, 29. 20, 29? 29 games left. Ooh, boy. Yeah. Oh, they're really bad. Um, I haven't watched a game in weeks. For perspective, the Edmonton Oilers are sitting in 10th? 13th spot in the Western Conference. Love it. And they're six points back above Chicago. Who also might not make the playoffs this year. Yeah. Which for a lot of reasons is sort of amazing. It ain't good. Like, I mean they made they they made the playoffs last year, but they didn't score any goals, so it didn't really count. But like The fact the fact that the fact that a team made it to the playoffs and did not score a single goal. Yeah. Wait, no, didn't they score like four goals? Or maybe three. Three or four? Three. They didn't win a game. They didn't win a game. That's what it was. Yeah. Imagine if a team made it to the playoffs and did not score a single goal. Like, wouldn't that be amazing? It would be kind of amazing. Just like, wow. Do you know what else was amazing? Chris Russell scored a goal last night in the Oilers' net. Or in the other net, rather. Oh. Against, in the opposition net. Um, but then he also... He also <laughs> Is that the amazing thing? Yeah, but then he also gave away the puck uh, to somebody, like, right in the middle of the slot, and then ended up in the back of the Oilers' net. So, it was a wash for Chris Russell. <laughs> last night was just a non-event. It was real bad. That's too bad. Um, but by a comparison, uh, so the Oilers have 50 points in their 53 games that they have played. Um, they have games in hand in pretty, on pretty much everybody in the West, at least one game. I um, find that very surprising. No, because their schedule sucks. St. Louis has played 57 games already. 
Sheesh. Uh, but they have 71 points, so I feel like they're doing okay. Um, hey, Megan, it's your aesthetic. Look. <laughs> <laughs> she's a whole bunch of Vikings on TV. Yeah, she's like <laughs> burly bearded men. That's <laughs> really all it is. Um, and then by, by comparison in the... Uh, in the Eastern Conference, um, the New Jersey Devils have some good 62 points. They gotta win some games. They do. Jesus, fuck. Well, Corey's still out with his groin yeah. situation. But those, that, like, 9-2 and two streak they went on at the beginning of the season is it's just... It's real nice cushion. Yeah, saving it's a lot of things. nice cushion. I don't yeah. know what to do with this information. <laughs> but, um, their goalie situation is real, real rough right now. Yeah. That's, like, Kincaid yeah. had a few goals the last few games... Yeah. What the fuck is this? That he really should have been able to stop. Like, really, really yeah. shit goals. Like, yeah. really shit goals. Yeah, he was giving up some big rebounds on Thursday night. It was just, yeah. It was just too bad. Because they're very, they're very capable of coming back offensively. Yeah. But if they don't yeah. have that stability back in the net, it's really tough for them. Well, good, good goaltending and high-powered offense will cover up a lot of defensive deficiencies, mm-hmm. which is the problem that the Oilers faced for approximately 27 of the last 28 years. I was going to say, it's 20 plus. <laughs> but no, like, they, you know, the, no, that's not quite fair. Maybe, but like, I would say like a solid 15 of the last 25 years, the Oilers have had that problem where yeah. they, their goaltending hasn't been good enough to cover up what they're lacking on defense. And because it hasn't been good enough, then like their Everything offensive weaknesses falls, yeah. get exposed. Whereas yeah. if you have a, a good goaltender, and your defense isn't great, you can still get away with it because the goaltender will... Like last year. Yeah. Cam Talbot covered up a lot of those blemishes that we're now seeing... And he stood on his head every damn game. Yeah, and we're now seeing those blemishes quite clearly. Yeah, for sure. And it's frustrating, I think. Um, but yeah, so anyway, I don't know. The the season is shaping up. And the guys on Puck Soup were talking about... Uh, do, they mentioned again a live show potentially here and then Wyshynski made some comment yesterday about how if the Oilers traded Larson and then uh, Stamkos like research something whatever like three things and then like the, the Predators something happened with Subban or whatever and then or the Canadians traded Weber and then the Lightning did something with Stamkos um, oh and if the Lightning win the cup this year he's like that would just put the best cap on the last 24 months and I was like if the Oilers trade Adam Larson you have to come here Oh, for sure. And do a live show. Oh, for sure. And just, like... Just bring a a flamethrower and, like, see what happens. Just... And just antagonize the crowd. Like, just please. Please do. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And just, yeah. That would be It's nonsense. It is absolutely nonsense. Um, Interestingly, uh, coming back to the the Taylor Hall interview. What? With Amanda Stein. Because I was just thinking about it. (laughs) They're talking about, um, it's a very interesting interview, regardless of it being, you know, Lord has made him like feel at home and succeed Mm -hmm. in New Jersey like this year, because he's really having a breakout season. Mm -hmm. And he was talking about his relationship with Heinz and how last year he felt he struggled because he had to go really hard in practice and it made him tired the games and he felt like he couldn't put in all his effort Mm -hmm. in the games so what he did was he negotiated that with Heinz so that they have a team as a team have shorter practices Mm -hmm. 
so that the whole team can ex- succeed at night. Does that sound to you like someone who's bad in the room? Hmm. I don't know about that, Megan. Don't I feel know. like he's looking out for the best interests of everybody involved. Yeah. Yeah, I read that two works earlier this season, and he practices less than the other than the other guys too, because mm-hmm. like he'll get more practices off for that reason. Like that's kind of part of the deal that they've made. Yeah. But the fact that like his coach, who, I mean, he's only been his coach for a year and a bit now, trusts him mm-hmm. to be and to it, yeah, and and listens to him and sort of like takes that advice and is like, yeah, okay, you know what, yeah, let's do that. I like that. And idea. it seems like from that interview, they like have a very good relationship and constantly talk like just a dialogue all the time and then also he was saying like he he expects more from me because of that like he yeah if the practices are shorter then I go harder and I'm working on back checking and even you and I have been watching games this year and like the defensive work he's put in is the offensive work was already always there always there but like the amount that he will chase pucks back now yeah is really, really interesting. And I kind of really love it. Sure. What I want to see happiness for him to score, like, a hat trick, a game, like, just doing that, like, picking the puck up in the defensive zone and then just, like, wheeling through. But that's yeah. what I would love to see. And then I want the, the highlights of that just, like, tattooed on my brain. Mm. Just into my veins. Yeah. Please. Yeah, just get that shit in my veins and leave it there. Yeah. Um, but no, it's good. And he, he's, had, he's having a good year. And Jordan Everly's having a good year, which is wonderful to see. Yeah. Uh, the Islanders and the Detroit Red Wings... Played a game last night. Uh, the Wings were up 5-2. <laughs> and then uh, Tyler Bertuzzi did a thing befitting his name and took a five-minute major. And uh, and did the Islanders scored four power play goals on that five-minute major. Four of them. And then they won 7-6 in overtime because the Wings tied it up. And guess who had a five-assist night? <gasps> Not Jordan Everly. Mm-hmm. Matt Barzal. Oh. <laughs> which is just even better somehow. Um, oh, God. Yeah, it's it's incredible. I love everything about it. Just everything about it. I'm very excited for Jordan Eberle's resurgence. Yeah. I also posted from the pod account, it was like a screenshot of an interview I was reading about Eberle, where the coaches were just praising his practice habits. Were they really? Uh-huh. <laughs> and I screenshotted it with the emoji that's kind of like this. Well, the thank you face? And I was just like, hmm. <laughs> God, I fucking hate the Edmonton media. It's, I, it's bad. It, they're real bad. Oh, no. And there's nothing There's nothing good about about that Edmonton media. Nope. Um, they're just kind of they're kind of garbagey. But and it's not just sports wise, it's fucking everything. Like there's Edmonton media is real weak in a lot of spots. Um Makes me mad because like used to be Joanne Ireland and other people who I liked and Yeah. God. The yeah. death of newspaper media is not having a great effect on us right now. No, it's it's actually been pretty bad. Um I feel very emotionally connected to Norway suddenly. <laughs> Um, so Canada and this, the snowboarding is what's on the TV. Look at those jackets. They look like old grandma oh sweaters. Oh my god. They're amazing. That's horrific. I no, love it. They're, they're kind of incredible. I sort of want one. Um. Oh my god. Like it's a fake knit pattern. Yeah. Why? Yeah. Yikes. Did you see the uh, milkshake duck that happened for the US? I did. 
I was just like, oh, like the milkshake duck's gonna come for just about everybody. Yeah. What's his name? Gus Kenworthy. Gus Kenworthy. Yeah. yeah. Yikes. Oh no, that dude fell. But yeah. if you didn't see it, he was the one who was in like the almost like glossy magazine posing of their uniform, and everyone was like, oh my god, he's so beautiful and gorgeous, and he's also gay. Yeah, and, and like, openly so. And openly yeah. so, and yeah. him and Rippin were at the... And they were like, this is so amazing. And then someone dug up from his Instagram. Instagram, He dressed up in uh, essentially an indigenous headdress for Halloween and said, yeah. it's just for fun, just for Halloween, don't Yeah, don't, don't read too much into it or whatever. No, yeah. he specifically said, it's not a cultural appropriation, it's just having fun. And I was just like... God. Yeah, that milkshake that's gonna come for literally yeah, it's gonna everybody. Come for everybody, and that sucks. It super sucks. Um, apparently, Justin Trudeau's in Los Angeles. Someone on my Instagram like ran into him while she was hiking oh. in Los Angeles this morning. Oh, that's neat. Um, which is kind of cool. And that's my friend Aaron asked uh, has a question for us regarding um, Justin Trudeau later. So that's kind of. Do we have anything else we want to talk about? Oh, have you looked at the track list for the Black Panther soundtrack? Yes, I haven't listened to it. I haven't it either, yet. but holy shit. The people on it, amazing. Yeah. I heard that. I cannot wait to see that movie. Yeah, it's this Friday, isn't it? Yeah. Shit. Yeah. Oh, it's the family day weekend. Okay, good. Yeah. Yeah, we for sure gotta go. Yeah, we gotta go. Because next, week, next week's episode, you can expect a whole bunch of Black Panther talk. Like Absolutely. a whole pile of it. Absolutely. Um, which might be a nice welcome change from these last three weeks of nothingness. Absolute rambling. Yeah. Um, but you know, I saw I saw the track listing and I was just, and like who's on it. And I was just like, holy shit, this is gonna be good. I know it's gonna be really good. It's gonna be really good. I'm like very impressed by what they've put together so far, and even the pictures from their premiere. Oh, I know. Oh, everybody looks so great. It's so stunning. I was just thinking um, about. All of this, like, this film stuff. So you saw, did you see earlier this week that, like, guys from who are part of the Game of Thrones, like, production have, like, been hired on to do new, new Star Wars stuff? And yeah. people are, like, losing their minds? And then, which, rightfully so. They're like, well, they don't need to make an R-rated Star Wars movie. And I was like, R-rated doesn't mean, there's, like, a whole bunch of things that R-rated can mean. Logan was an R-rated movie. For good reason. Yeah, because it was graphic violence. Yes. Um, and I, there were some fucks in it, were there not? There were more and more than you're allowed to with a PG-13. I think it's just one fuck, right? PG-13? Yeah. Yeah, which is, I, th- I think X-Men, uh, with the, in the X-Men universe, I think the second Wolverine movie made best use of the single fuck. It was when um, Xavier and, what's his face, and Magneto, whatever his actual name is, were coming to like recruit the mutants and they like found oh, yeah. they go found him and he's like go fuck yourself and they just backed off that was like maybe the single best the first class it. yeah that was um, one. that was in the first one was in, it was in first class yeah first okay. class um, I thought that one was brilliant yeah. that was like maybe the best one but like there's a whole bunch of like interpretations I guess of an R rated movie it doesn't just mean like mm-hmm. just like tits hanging out all over the place like that's not what it means mm-hmm. um, but some of the people that are super opposed to the notion of like an R rated Star Wars movie I'm not 100% sure what their opposition is and I don't know if if those are the people who are like also whining about raving the hero. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, is it the yeah, same? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how overlapping the Venn diagram is. I think there's some people that believe they're like family movies. Here he goes. Are you sure this isn't a repeat from last night? Yeah, this is a repeat this from yesterday. Repeat. Okay. Um, but also, like the first two movies lead you to believe that 
the two characters are incestuous. Like, I don't know how family values this... Yeah. Yeah. ...films are. That's fair. But... That's fair. Also, oh my god, it's just people in space. Who the fuck cares? Yeah. Uh, well, and the, the thing that I was thinking, too, is, like, someone's like, well, you know, who else... It seems like everyone's getting a chance to direct Star Wars except movie. women and people and except women and people call and then I was thinking like imagine like a Ryan Coogler directed Star Wars. Uh, pff, I don't want him to. But why not? Because he can do his own thing. But I mean, if you're going to give you know like good directors the opportunity, yeah. right? Um, someone like that, I think that would be fascinating to see like a different, mm-hmm. you know, a, a different perspective on it. Um, did you see the trailer last week for the Han Solo movie? Yeah, I'm not really interested. I'm not really interested either, but I was super interested in the way that the trailer was cut and edited and how Lando got, like, the hero, the hero shot. shot, which is fascinating. And you don't see Han, like, at all. No, you see him, and you don't, you see him a little bit, at, but he's never, like, not obscured. Yeah. Right? But then there's Lando as, like... He gets the hero shot, yeah. Which is really interesting. I want a Lando movie. Talk about interesting characters. Yeah, no kidding. Um... But I feel like I feel like a Han Solo movie, like not I mean I'm not knowing what the origin story that they're gonna tell, but like if anyone's gonna make like an R rated Star Wars movie, that would be that the one. That would be the one. You for know? sure. And I feel like people would have less of a, a problem with that. But also like what what are they trying to tell for the Han Solo story? I have no idea. Is it how he gets a Millennium Falcon? Maybe. Maybe but, like you show him in it in the thing. So how interesting is that? Yeah, I don't know. I'm not sure. Yeah, you're right. If there's anyone that deserves an F, F rating, <laughs> R rating, it would be that movie. Oh, absolutely. And I am concerned because, you know, directors left and then Ron Howard came in. and Yeah. Who knows what that movie's going to be like. Yeah. I also read something that there's t- they're in talks with, someone's in talks with Joaquin Phoenix to be the Joker in yet another fucking... Yeah, and I was like... What? Yeah, and I don't know Why? if it's like a, a standalone Joker movie. I don't know. But just leave it alone. And also, just, like, tell new stories. Jared Leto ruined the Joker. Let's just all agree. <sighs> and let's just go back to Heath Ledger. Well, and I don't want to put that on Jared Leto because he was working off of a screenplay and with a bad director, so... Sure, but that... That wasn't, like, his That iteration, that iteration of the Joker is ruined good, the Joker. Yeah. Um... Yeah, but no, I read that, 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 that Joaquin Phoenix is, I don't know, there's like rumors about this potential. I'm like, why? Why do we need more? We don't. Don't, like, I, you know, and then like the times that they've attempted to make like the, the female versions of those, like Catwoman was terrible, mm-hmm. and Elektra was terrible. Wonder Woman was fucking great, though. It really was. Marvel, they just make good movies. More so. More so than, than DC. Mm-hmm. Um, DC got lucky that Patty Jenkins made a good Wonder Woman movie and that when it came to Justice League which I still haven't seen and probably won't um, that she was the only character that people actually cared about they did because and they, also in Batman vs Superman too yeah be, and part of that I think is just because they like made her sympathetic that, mm-hmm. that you you know she's got like human qualities whereas the, the other ones don't no um, but yeah and so next week we'll talk about Black Panther yeah I'm and excited. then we're also gonna I think Record. Record a, another movie commentary. Because apparently the fans have spoken. The fans have spoken. And wanted... It's like 27 people have spoken. And wanted King Arthur. Which, like, I'm not opposed. 
to watch that again. No, me neither. I, You've seen it many more times than I have. I've only seen I've it just like seen three it once. times. I just saw it the once times. in the theater with you <laughs> when that lady was like, <gasps> <laughs> "Why would you throw it?" <laughs> I'm gonna try and recreate that moment oh, God. <laughs> next week. Um, so yeah, we're gonna do that because that'll be fun, and then we get to watch uh, the Pig Arthur again. Yeah, I'm excited. It was a bonkers fucking movie. Yeah, it really, really was. But, like, in a good way. Oh, for sure. It was a good kind of bonkers. Oh, absolutely. It wasn't the kind of bonkers where you're like, what the fuck just happened? Yeah. And not being able to explain it. No. Um, yeah, do you have anything else you want to talk about? I watched a lot of stuff this week. Um, I watched, uh, what's it called? Clover. The new Cloverfield. Cloverfield Paradox. Okay. I watched that. God, was it ever A plus cast? Yeah. Like the people they got for that movie, amazing. It had like just the surprise favorite who's just making real good choices with uh, is Elizabeth Debicki was in that. Okay. And like David Oyelowo and uh, Chris O'Dowd, just like really freaking cool people in that movie. The last ten seconds of it. Really ruined the whole oh, movie. Oh, really? Yeah, it was. It was. A, they could have done it in ways that were much, much better. Oh. But it was like very, very interesting to watch the whole time. Chris and I were watching. We were just like, "Wait, what? What is happening?" It's a little bit scary. It's very suspenseful. I super enjoyed it. Interesting. Yeah, I think it's worth a watch. All right, we'll see. I'm it's like a, too. it's a we like I can't really under. I still haven't seen the first Cloverfield. But I really liked the second one. Okay. Ten Cloverfield Lane. Did you see that? No. Oh my god. It was it's like one of the most terrifying films I've ever seen. Because it's yeah. scary John Goodman is very scary. That's the reason why yeah, no, I don't like to be scared when I watch stuff. Like not even a little bit. It's... And it's like jump scares? Yeah. It's like tension. <laughs> We lost the feed, and I hate this, because you have to try to pick up where you were. The last thing you, you were talking about, 10 Cloverfield Lane. Yes. And how tense it was. Yeah, so it's not like jump scares in your face, but you're afraid the whole time for what possibly might come next between the characters. Yeah, I don't I don't love that. Oof, it's delicious when it's in love. Um, I mean, I guess, I suppose in a way, like, Dunkirk was very much like that. Yeah. Without it being like a necessarily character narrative, but like that that the, once that soundtrack started and it just like that like undertone mm-hmm. through the whole thing was just like it was a lot. Yeah. And what's her name? Uh, Brie, not Brie. Yeah, Brie Larson. No, not Brie Larson. Um, Mary Elizabeth Winstead. Yes. Yes. Big old doe eyes. Yes. Just scared. I remember her from the trailer, but like I never saw the movie. It was yeah, it was really good. Um. Well, the Black Panther trailer is on the TV now. I know. Oh, you know what's crazy? God damn it. I don't know what's happening. Oh, no, we're good now. Okay, we're good? Yeah, maybe. Okay. You know what's crazy is that... So, early last week, I was asking my kids if they had watched the Super Bowl. And not a lot of them did. Of course, the ones that openly said they did were, like, the football boys that I teach. There's, like, five of them. And, shockingly... All of them were anti-Tom Brady, which I loved. So they were very oh, happy Smart about boys. It. They were very happy about the result. But also, I was asking them what they thought about the halftime show. And I was like, I couldn't 
cared less about the game. I just tuned in to see what the halftime show was all about. And they were so harsh. Really? The younger generation could not give two shits about the halftime show. And get this. There's a lot of kids, 35 kids, unanimously think that Justin Timberlake is irrelevant. That's crazy. They're also wrong, but that's crazy. Know what they also think? So is Taylor Swift. Well, yeah. I get where they're coming. I get it. I mean, I mean, I understand where that comes from, but I think that's like a... I wonder if that the pace of that has been escalated by... Like new media? Yeah. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, artists fade into obscurity all the time, right? Or, or you know, irrelevance all the time. Mm-hmm. And so I wonder if that just, like... You know, if it's now just sped up, if in general, if that's just sped up by the notion of, like, new things that you're exposed to all the time, all the time, all the time. Oh, for sure. Because I think that that just makes a difference how you perceive what's out there. Yeah. And if you hear the same voice saying over and over, oh, that, or or different voices be like, oh, that halftime show is kind of meh, then you're going to start to think the same thing whether you actually thought that or not. So, like... Right. So there's, you're saying there's a little bit of, like, teenager cynicism Mm -hmm. and angst in that, too? A little bit. Yeah. And a little bit of, like, I don't know what the word is. It's what my parents like, so I'm not gonna like it? Kind of, yeah. Okay. There was nothing wrong with the halftime show. Was it great? No. No. Was it bad? No. It was, like, it was meh. I've seen worse. Yeah. (laughs) I've seen way worse. I've seen better. Yeah, but, like, I've seen worse. It was, like, middle of the road. Um... This is driving me insane. Justin Timberlake is a fine performer. He puts on a great, a fine show. I went and saw him in concert how many years ago. And I'm sure, I've watched his, like, he he had a concert special that was on Netflix. I watched that. Yeah. Groove to it. I'm not wild about his new music, but I found it very funny that they thought that because I feel like for a lot of other sports, the generation that that sports is trying to cater to is the kids that we teach. And say, like, 16 to 29. Yeah. Right? Like, bumping up that age demographic a little bit lower. But definitely not the Super Bowl. Like, they're not interested in young the kids Super Bowl whatsoever. doesn't give a shit. No, they want people who have money to spend. And exactly. young kids don't have money to spend. So I found it very interesting that for really one of the... the other than the Olympics, like, how many more people watch the Olympics yeah. than the Super Bowl? But the Super Bowl is still... The single biggest, like, it's yes. the biggest single day sporting event in the world. Yes, and they couldn't care less. I wonder, though, if they're, like, the people on the internet who are like, oh, there must be a sports ball game I on today. I don't think so. Um, because I feel like there's a, there, it feels to me, and I don't know if that's, like, a new media thing either, but, like, it feels to me like, like there's a lot of that, where there's a lot of people who are very, um, concerned with not caring about the Super Bowl. And other things. I don't think that's my kids, though. I think it's probably more your kids than it would be my kids. But I think that legitimately my kids are too busy to be... Maybe. Not caring about the Super Bowl. Um, because, yeah, like, I saw lots on, last weekend on, on the Twitter about... <gasps> I saw a lot last week on Twitter about... Um, about, you know, oh, there must be a big game on today. I'm yeah, going to go do this really thing. Dumb. And I'm just like, just, just stop. Like, even if you've spent 40 years of your life hating everything the NFL stands for, and let's be real, it's a garbage league, I understand it. Um, oh, no. Then, I, like, I get it, yeah. but just let other people enjoy the thing for what it's worth. And, like, a chance to see sad Tom Brady was just fucking gold. 
um, at the end of it all, when they ran that trick play and he didn't catch the ball, and then the Eagles went and ran the trick play and Nick Foles caught, caught the ball for yeah. a touchdown, I was like, this is the best Super Bowl that's ever happened. <laughs> um, the last one that I remember... <laughs> The last one I remember watching, I think it was the one where Beyonce performed, was when they had the big power outage. Yeah, in New Orleans, yeah. Yeah. That was the only one I remember, like, sitting down I was, and watching. I was texting with a buddy of mine from work uh, during the game, and um, he's a big football guy. And we were actually talking about the game for once, instead of just the commercials or just whatever. And it was a good football game. Mm-hmm. The defenses were terrible, so it wasn't actually a great football game. But, like, it was fun to watch the football mm-hmm. because, like, it was good football for mm-hmm. one for once. Like, and there was, there was, it was a high-scoring game. It wasn't like a, you know, nobody shanked a field goal, like, on the last play to miss. Like, it was a good game. And, and the Patriots are so fucking good that when they got that one single lead, they were down, and then it was, like, 33-32. You're I almost was, worried, like, this is it. I was like, oh, fuck, they're going to do yeah. it again, aren't they? Yeah. Um, and then they didn't, and I was really glad that they didn't. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm really happy that it ended the way that it did. Um, but, yeah, I talked to my kids about it, too. And, like, some of the boys that I teach watched it, but the girls were like, who watches football? And I was like, I do. Um, <laughs> you know, because it's, like, new semester, new kids, whatever. Um, but, yeah, lots of my kids didn't particularly care. Mm-hmm. Um... And they didn't care about the commercials at all. And nobody understood why those David Harbour tie ads were so fucking funny. I didn't see them. Um, I thought they were great. Yeah. Because they just made it every... All of their ads just made it look like it was they were filming another commercial. But then it, was, it became a tie ad instead. That is super funny. Uh, the Old Spice guy was in one of them. No way. Oh, yeah. And it was like an Old Spice ad and he did the thing. And then the Tide bottle like came off out of the diamonds in his hand. And then there's David Harbour also sitting on the horse. Like, it was kind of incredible. Man. Um, but me, yeah, my kids didn't understand why that was funny. Oh, because it's P and G, and they yeah. own Old Spice too. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's like otherwise, whoa. Yeah, it was really funny. But like, there's one of the commercials where like there's a guy like, you know, under a car like a mechanic fixing it or whatever, and uh, he's like, you know, he's like, just a car commercial. He's like, no, it's a tie dad, because he's like pointing out how clean his clothes are. It was pretty funny. That is cool. Um, but the best one was um, Eli Manning. Oh, I did see And that. Odell Beckham Jr. And the the Footloose. Whatever. Oh, my God. Dirty Dancing. The dir- oh, yeah. Dirty Dancing Life. Oh, my God. I just about died. That was very funny. Um, because, like, they did an okay job. Yeah. And it was great, but then when Eli, like, turned around and spun in the camera and, like, did, like, the come hither. Oh, my I God. I just about died. And I was like, well, I don't even care what happens in the football game now. Because Eli <laughs> won the Super Bowl again. <laughs> um, oh, boy. So, but the Black Panther trailer was part of that. There was another, and and I went and then watched some more stuff, and I'm like, I'm really excited for it. It looks really fucking good. Yeah, I th- and I, I know there was a review embargo for a long time, but I'm not looking. I'm I, all I've seen is um, like I'm not looking at Rotten. I'm not looking at. I've, I've only seen like like tweets. But nothing about it, just sort of like people like are just the like, tweets that are like the to a headline yeah. article or whatever, and that's all I've seen. Um, is is just that? Yeah. Which I think is interesting. I just don't want to be biased in no. any way. I just no. want to go in fresh. And I don't want to be disappointed either, because I have like you know you have like a thought about certain things, and so I don't want to think too hard about it. Yeah. You know, I just want to go in and like watch it, but like I can't imagine it's going to be bad. Mm-hmm. It's going to be fucking great. Like, just that cast and, like... Oh, Michael B. Jordan? I know. I know. Lupita! Oh, 
I know. So excited. It's going to be very, very good. Um, so yeah, it'll be, it'll be good. Yeah, there's, my, my kids aren't really intrigued by those things, but they also, like, didn't know we had a PD day yesterday, and I mentioned that on they Monday. They not know anything. And they didn't know that. And I was like, how do you not govern your lives by long weekends? Like, that's what I do. Oh, for sure. My, my life is literally like, okay, when do I not have to teach? Yeah. And 100%. that's how I plan my time in between. And so, like... Monday for family day, like not next Monday, but the Monday after when we get to like not go to work for a day. Yeah. Yeah, I know that. I know when that day is. I've had that day like marked in the calendar for a very long time. I know. And the kids are like, there's no school? How do you not know? I always knew when PD days were. Oh, for sure. And I still always know when they are. I just don't understand, like, because for us, like, that's our work day, but for them, that's their work day too. Like, how do they not know when they're not supposed to go to school? Yeah. Yeah, but they definitely know when they don't have to go to work. Yeah. Right, yeah, that's a very good point. Um, oh, we're in the news part of oh, no. Olympic coverage, apparently. Yeah, it seems like... It's like this half-hour vortex where there's no Olympic coverage whatsoever. Nationalism! Um, there we go. Um, but yeah, so it's just always funny that like kids don't... Oh know. my god, you know what's so weird about this? Hmm. I have no idea. This is a very interesting thing. Okay, just changed the channel, and all it said was... What did it say, Megan? It said, America's Rugby Championship, United States versus Canada. I clicked on it and was surprised that it was men playing. Oh. I assumed it was the women. Well, there you go. That's kind of interesting. I watched. I, know. Uh, I watched the Canadian men's rugby. They played... I don't know, it was like a, world, a rugby World Cup qualifier um, for like the America's qualification last weekend. Mm-hmm. And it was kind of fun to watch. I enjoy watching rugby. It's a good game. Yeah, me too. It's very gentlemanly. But Both in the ladies and men's game. Because like, the, there's there's a code and like the ref actually is able to enforce yeah. said code. Oh, that's what we never fucking talked about. Oh. Alex Burrows oh, being right. a giant piece of shit. Speaking of referees enforcing a code. <laughs> um... I'm glad he got his 10-game suspension. For sure. I feel like it should have been lifetime. It's just... he's And it's not... If it was his first offense, whatever, but it's not. How many times... Bad. How many times do you gotta get suspended before there's consequences? Yeah, I don't know. Like, a spen- suspension is we know, because we <laughs> work in places where people get suspended all the time. They are really not consequences. Oh, and like by all the time, we mean literally all the time. Yeah. I have not yet, in the six days of this semester, had every kid in each class. Mm-hmm. Because there's been at least one kid on suspension mm-hmm. in each class. And they just come back and then they just get suspended and again and again and again and again. Yeah, and there's no... Like, I was talking to, to Reba, she teaches grade five, and she was talking about how like her kids get suspended and stuff too. And like, but nothing happens to them. Like, there's no even... There's no, like, expulsion hearings in no. in elementary school. At least in high school, there's, like, that that path. And if you a can kid, recommend for Yeah, if a kid keeps, expulsion. like, fucking up and they get suspended a certain number of times, you can recommend expulsion. And then there's a hearing. And mm-hmm. then someone else makes that determination. But then that kid is expelled, say, from my high school. They might just end up at your high school. Yeah. Like, Hooray! Like, yeah. it doesn't, it doesn't yeah. really solve any problems. I mean, they're, they're, they, they have a right to an education and stuff. Yeah. Um... But it just puts the problem elsewhere. Somewhere else. It's just uh, so at least like in hockey, I suppose. Like he's he, you know, like Burroughs can't go play for another team for ten games. Like he can't play. Yeah. And he and he's also losing salary, right? And like ten True. games worth of salary. 
But that's what you get when you, like, knee somebody, knee somebody in the back of the head. head. Oh, my God. On Twitter, someone was like, I hope they throw the book at him. And I was like, yeah, repeatedly while his head is against the ice. Dark, Megan. <laughs> well, you know, punishment fits the crime. Right? Dark. Uh, do you want to just go to questions? Yeah. Because this computer business is just a big fucking shit show. We've had a lot of tech problems. We um, have. We are on approximately track 12. Um, <laughs> since, which is weird, because usually we can do this in, like, one take. Yeah. Which is why it's always It's not a, mess. a good take, but, <laughs> but it's, it's a, a take. take. It's, it's a one-take deal. Okay, uh, Aaron sent in a question, so I'll ask that first, and it's really funny. No, that's not where it is. I, I have three from Alyssa that are Olympic-based. Okay, this is an FMK from Aaron, and it made me chuckle. Okay. <laughs> Justin Trudeau. Uh-huh. Don Iveson. Uh-huh. And Emmanuel Macron. Oh, damn. <laughs> I was, I know, as soon as I read it, like, I burst out laughing. While you're thinking, I'll tell a little story. When we went to Montreal last fall, Erin uh, and Riva and I, to see Adele, um, Don Iveson was flying, was on our plane to Toronto. So we got some dinner at the airport, and we were just, like, waiting to board or whatever, and he walked past us. And the way that Erin reacted, Reva and I thought it was, like, an actual famous person and not just the mayor. Like, she was, like, it was, there was a lot going on. Um, and then he was on our plane, and he was, like, sitting in coach. Yeah. Or whatever. And uh, he, he, like, came back to use the washroom, and we were in the back row, like, right in front of the washroom. And he came back to use the washroom, and Erin, like, kind of, like, half made eye contact with him and almost died. Like, it was so funny. I've never seen anyone that excited about the mayor of Edmonton before okay. ever in my life. I have a secret because I had the exact same experience, <laughs> but it was going to Winnipeg for the Grey Cup in Winnipeg. Yeah. And saw him and uh, Sarah on our flight to Winnipeg before that, because obviously the Eskimos were in that Grey Cup. And then the next day also saw him at the Museum of... Oh, um, the Human Rights. The Human Rights yeah. Museum. And I was just like... Oh my god, you guys! <laughs> yeah, but no, like Aaron, the, like Aaron, like like almost dropped her food. I was like, oh my god! And we were like, he was what? coming out of an elevator. Yeah. I was going in, and I was like six inches from him, and he's like three feet taller than me. I was just like, <gasps> yeah, it was. Oh my god, it was so funny. Anyway, so That's there you go, really... Justin Trudeau, Don Iveson, Emmanuel Macron. That's a really good one. This is extremely difficult. I think he married Don Iveson. That's what I'm thinking. I think so. And you have to kill Trudeau? I think so. Yeah, I think you do. Yeah. It's a shame. That's kind of like a... That's a bad one. Because, yeah, like, it's... That's a good... That's a very... Thanks, Aaron. Jerk. <laughs> um, it's a kay. tough one. That is a tough one. Um, and, yeah, we have some questions from elsewhere. You've got some, you said? I've got three from Melissa. They're all sports-based. Okay. On this sports-adjacent podcast. Uh, favorite Olympic moment and why? Oh, my Lord. Um... Like, favorite, like, heartwarming or just, like, in general? Just in general. One that I think I will always remember is watching in 2010 when, um, when Joanne skated. That's exactly, that's After the one that's her mom head. died. And just, like, her reaction at the end of it was, like, that was a lot to watch. Yeah. And then, um, the mogul scare, what's his name? Alex Bilodeau and his when brother. Oh, yeah, when he got gold? Yeah, this, and yeah. his brother was there. Those, brother probably was there. those two for me are, like. Those are exactly the two that are in my head yeah. as well really like those yeah it was uh the, yeah and I, I i guess to i was thinking about the summer olympics i guess when um penny alexiak won her gold medal mm -hmm. was tied with the american i can't remember her name and just the two of them were just so excited mm -hmm. um because the american girl and i don't remember her name and i wish i 
I wish I did now. She was the first, I think, African-American to have won an Olympic gold in swimming, which was, yeah. like, super cool in and of itself. Mm-hmm. But just that, and they were just, both of them were just so, so thrilled. And not disappointed by, because the, there's a lot of talk about how, like, if you don't win gold, you lose. Mm-hmm. Like, you lose gold. And I didn't feel that at all. No. And, because Joni, didn't she get bronze? She got bronze, bronze, yeah. And she, like, she won bronze. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like... That was an amazing, amazing moment. I remember just bawling my eyes through that whole thing. Yeah. And just, and just like, seeing that reaction, and, yeah, I thought mm-hmm. that was... And then getting to see her, because she was the flag bearer then at the end. Mm-hmm. Right? So, like, to see that, that was all very cool. Oh, that was a wonderful Olympics. Yeah. We're biased, though. Uh, favorite <laughs> Olympic sport? Oh. Like, for real? Favorite Olympic sport? Yeah, Swimming, real. probably. Swimming? Yeah. I'm per- a particular fan in the Winter Olympics of figure skating, mm-hmm. but I'm also sort of of the mind that if a judge needs to decide the winner, I don't like it. I like the speed-based ones, yeah. Or, or distance, or, or some distance. kind of... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like ski jump, right? Yes. Where you go the farthest and you win. Exactly. Or the cross-country skiing I watched yesterday where you go faster than everyone else and you win. Yeah. Or uh, like the moguls or the freestyle or... Yeah, or biathlon, or, like, anything that, that's, like... Or, no, not the freestyle that's judged. That's, like, time-dependent, yeah. or or yeah. contest-dependent, whereas, like, the, the judged ones, I find, like, you're not taking away the athleticism of any of it, but I find sometimes that... The politics of the judges sucks. are there. Yeah, I agree. Uh, and lastly, favorite Olympic cauldron lighting... Oh, I loved the one in Vancouver that didn't work. I was it was amazing. It's just classic Canada. Yeah, it was so like, great. Like try so hard does not succeed. Yeah, like just so good. Um, actually, though, I think what's a good one? I remember the first one I actually watched, like and perceived to watch because I was eleven at the time. Was the Sydney Olympics? Okay. Or was it I eleven? That was in what two thousand? Yeah. And I remember being like blown away. We're not 11 in 2000. Oh my god, yeah, you were. I was. Oh, Jesus. Right, I was 17, <laughs> right? Okay, And just by, like, because I'd never, I remember being um, in Alberta Beach in 1996 when the Atlanta Games were going on. Okay. And being, like, in four years, how old am I going to be? Where is it going to be? But I don't remember watching the Atlanta ones because I was a bit too young. But I remember watching the Sydney ones for the first time and just being, like, absolutely blown away yeah. by the spectacle of it yeah. and even now every time and I actually didn't watch it on purpose because it's just a little bit too much of a week for me every time the Canadians come out mm-hmm. I friggin ball really I can't I friggin ball the whole time and I'm so proud of them and I feel like they're my brothers and sisters and I'm their mother at the same time. Yeah. Like it's just Yeah. It's too much. It's too much. I thought this year was cool. Like I really super enjoyed speaking of the cauldron line, did you watch the opening ceremonies? No. Because I couldn't handle it. It was too emotionally okay, compromised. So the the girls that like took the torch, there was a uh, the, the from like the unified Korea hockey team, because they've like got this this unified team or whatever. They took the 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 torch up to the platform where the actual like cauldron was being lit and the the girl that lit the cauldron she's a, a korean figure skater who won olympic gold i think in i think in vancouver possibly maybe in soji i can't remember it doesn't matter um anyway and i was thinking how many stairs they had to run i was like oh my god don't fall don't fall don't fall because like oh, you know, know and it was a because it was a lot of stairs like they went up from like ground level like up to the top of this the stadium, stadium. Yeah. i was just like oh 
Jesus. Um, and then the the cauldron was lit. But I thought it was cool, like for Canada this year, that they picked their flag bearers like the way that they had done so and had the two of them mm-hmm. instead of like having just. So how did they do? Did they like switch halfway? Through? Yeah, she came out carrying it, and then Scott took it over, and they just kind of. Okay. But they were like at the front of of all of that, and like you know, mm-hmm. why not? That's very cool. Um, but cauldron lighting, I don't know, like memorable ones. I kind of like the Atlanta one, if I remember it correctly. Is that the one where they like shot it from an arrow or something? No, I think. But it was like a big brass bowl, right? No, that's not that one. That was in Atlanta. Oh, that was LA, maybe. Uh, Atlanta looks like uh, a McDonald's fry box, but I think that because yeah. Ma- that wasn't that Muhammad Ali who lit it. I don't know. Yeah, I think it was. Megan, I, I was like seven. <laughs> yeah, it might have been, and then, I'm pretty sure it was him. And then he and then like the the flame like went up, and then it kind of snaked across the top, and then oh cool, it was pretty neat. I'm pretty sure that's the one. That's very cool. I don't really think about those things very often. Like, you know, that none of them obviously have left, like, an indelible mark in my brain because I... Well, and it's just, it's every four years, right? And yeah. and there's summer and winter, and sometimes it's hard to figure out in your brain. Yeah. Which is which. Because you only... What I don't like is that IOC has such a strong um, copyright on their stuff, so you never get to re-see it. Yeah. Except in like one Until like years in. later on yeah. YouTube you can find like the clips or whatever which they do exist. Um, I did ask for things to talk about. Someone wanted us to talk about uh, Patrick Landy's beard and the only answer is it needs to be shaved off because that thing is awful. Oh boy. Um, good. Okay. Question. Um, what is the better GG? Gilmore Girls or Gossip Girl? The only answer is Gilmore Girls. I've watched all of both series mm-hmm. and like Gossip Girl is just bad TV deliciously bad TV but so bad I'm gonna go with you there yeah um Jess asked us a question if you had to pick a a winter Olympic sport to compete in that's not hockey or curling what would it be and why how certain is death just pick one (laughs) you get to decide I feel like you're gonna go with like um I don't know like snowboarding half pipe because you know your your fear of heights and speed and <laughs> your sense of adventure. So if I don't have those things, because I do have those things, like guide my every. It's gonna day. be it's gonna be cross country skiing for you. What else would it be? Oh, I hate cross country skiing so much though. I need to look at the events again. Long track speed skating, less chance of death there than in short track. Because uh, you're in your own lane. Yes. Okay. So I need to be alone. Yeah. I don't like people around me okay um so that's big okay so there's alpine skiing biathlon bobsleigh cross country oh i know it's gonna be the skeleton no. obviously <laughs> um yeah it, it might have to be that long track might have to be the long track I could see you doing biathlon, even though it involves cross-country skiing, because it also involves shooting things. To no, my, on the shooting. my like, life goal is to never touch a gun. Never fire one, never handle one. It's my life goal. I am a pacifist. There you go. <laughs> I thought about this question since Jess asked it, and I still don't have an answer. I don't know. Um, Jess, what did Jess say? She did reply. Yeah, I can't remember what she said. Oh, she said snowboarding. The tricks and stuff. And also the first time I ever went skiing, I fractured my wrist, like, mm. first day. So it's just, like... Fair enough. <sighs> Fair enough. I don't know how I've made it to 29, you guys. Yeah, I still definitely don't have an answer. Um, yes, Amanda, we watched the opening ceremonies. Those were our thoughts. 
Um, or I watched them anyway. I did not. I I honestly would have started crying and not stopped crying for six hours, so I did not watch. Fair enough. <laughs> um, Amanda also asks, if you were a form of precipitation, what kind would you want to be and why? This is entirely mood dependent for me. Because mm. on days when I always want to fuck everything up, freezing, freezing rain. Oh, no, I'd be hail. Because hail is, like, actually scary. Yeah, but freezing rain just ruins everybody's lives. When I worked at the pool, we did we played a trick on a guy once. That was real mean. We drilled a hole in the bottom of a five-gallon bucket, and we put warm water in it. And then we took the bucket out and put it on top of his car. <gasps> and this little bit of water, and it was just like a real thin sheen of ice. Um, and it, you know, froze his like door locks and stuff. Yeah, it was awesome. Oh my god. He well, he like put our stuff like he'd like put our towels in the freezer and. Okay, well he deserved it. Yeah, he one hundred percent deserved it. But yeah, um, that's what that was. But so uh, whenever I think about freezing rain, I always think about that. But I think if I wanted to ruin things, I would absolutely be freezing rain. But just generally, probably just rain. Because then at least I'd smell good. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I like hail. Um, thoughts on the tongue and flag bearer from the opening ceremonies? Love him. Yeah, he's great. He uh, he qualified for the Olympics because I follow him on Instagram. Because of course I do. Oh my god, um, what is his Instagram? Tell me right now. Um, is it tongue and flag bearer? No, it's just his name. What's his name? Pita Tofua, I think. Pita? Like Pita oh. spelled, yeah, you'll find him. Yep. Um, so I followed. followed. <laughs> <laughs> That's how quick it took me. Thank you, Instagram. <laughs> that was in real time, y'all. Um, no, I followed him after the like during the last Olympics because like why wouldn't I? Um, and then he decided because he's a he did martial arts in the Summer Olympics. Yeah. And he had to come out, you know, all oiled up or whatever, carrying the flag in Rio, and everyone was like, "Who is this man?" Um. Wasn't he the only Tongan athlete last time, too? Yeah. And he was this time, too? Yeah. And so he decided to do cross-country skiing. He is not going to do well no. in the Olympics, and he knows this. He qualified for the Olympics on, like, a last-ditch race in Iceland. Like, he'd been, like, going all over Europe to try and make qualifying times and just hadn't and hadn't and hadn't, and then finally, like, qualified for the Olympics in this, like, last-ditch race. That's amazing. Um, which I think is kind of cool. You know, why not? Good for him. Um... And he's included in another question that Amanda sent us, because Amanda. Um, she also says, uh, 10 games for Burroughs enough, is it reasonable? And to be honest, like, I'm surprised they gave him the full 10, because the way that player safety has gone this year, I was sort of surprised. Yeah. I feel like it could have been more, but at least they gave him 10, and he decided not to appeal it, so I feel like maybe... No, what? I, But, like, what? Because he could have, and then... He, there's to a, what end? Well, there's a process in the CBA, right? That they can oh. appeal a, game, a suspension that's more than however many games. Mm. And it goes to an independent arbitrator and all this kind of stuff. But he just decided to take the punishment and be done well, Yeah, because yeah. there was no hockey play about it. It was no. intent to injure only. Yeah. Um. So Amanda has a new game that's not Fuck, Mary Kill, but almost. Oh. Um. She says it's, uh, it's, it's Fuck, Mary, or like side piece. Instead of murdering. So then, so her definitions are like, um, the arm candy is only brought up for like a few times a year for very special occasions. Okay. Um, so I guess the same rules apply ultimately, but you don't have to murder anyone, which means that you can't do a patented Kelsey double murder. God damn it. (laughs) Well, you can always do a patented double murder, even in this situation. 
Um, because so- what if the side piece and someone else find out about each other? There could be a double murder situation. Okay, so Amanda's <laughs> three choices for us are, and we'll have to post post this tweet on the thing on the, the on okay. our website just to like make it make sense. But she gave us pictures. I'll screenshot it now. Have you looked at no. these pictures? You when the seen questions it? start, I avoid them because I want to be surprised. Okay, so I only I like them so that I can always like re- go back to find them. So her her questions are her choices are. Uh, Peter Tofua from, from Tonga, uh, Henrik Christofferson from Norway, who's an alpine skier, and a guy named Steve Langton, who's from the USA and is a bobsledder. Those are our three choices. <laughs> and I just saw Kelsey's brain actually light on fire. I just clutched pearls that I am not <laughs> wearing because I was sliding through the photos as you sent them, and that last one with Stephen Langdon uh-huh. was a hell of a surprise. <laughs> My God. Uh-huh. Oh, Amanda. <laughs> Queen of the FMKs again. I don't have any words for really any of it. I don't. How I do don't, you? How do you narrow it down? Can we just murder one of them to make it easier? No, this is the thing. This is the thing about Stephen Langdon's body. I don't know if you'd want to be around that body all the time. Fair point. Okay. Because it's big. That's definitely the fuck. It's hard, <laughs> and you'd feel maybe a little bit insecure. Probably fair enough. Okay. Okay. So I'm thinking... But I think you got to give it a try once. Exactly. Right? You give it a try. Okay. Take it for a spin. Return it to the dealership. Because it's just not made for you. Um, I think I would keep this gear for the side piece. Okay. And then marry the other one. That's I'm, what I would do. I'm with you. I'm with you on that. See, and the only reason I say that is, like, I've, because I, I guess because I've, like, followed him before on Instagram or whatever, like, he seems to be... Mm-hmm. A pretty like genuine person because mm-hmm. he's doing trying to do a lot of work with like, you know, bringing um, more funding into schools on the island. Like, there's it's not just like the sports part of things. Yeah, um, he's got good genes. He's got good genes. Might have some cute kids. I don't know. Who knows? God, I don't know. Who knows? Um, yeah. So that's a thing that just happened, and we have two more questions. Mm-hmm. Um, 80s movie edition from Jess, an FMK. Yeah. Dirty Dancing, mm-hmm. The Breakfast Club, Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Kill The Breakfast Club. I hate that movie. Um, I was going to say you immediately kill Ferris Bueller's Day Off. I would... But now that I think about it, I think you're probably right. <laughs> I would marry Dirty Dancing. Okay. Because the music in it is so great. Yeah. And you just, like, you watch it and you just want to do this. Yeah. And it's got, like, the ups and downs yeah. as, like, a, a normal yeah. relationship would have. Swayze, yeah. Jen Grey... Yeah. Peak of beauty for them. Yeah. It's heartwarming end. Yeah. Ferris Bueller is like, I really don't like him as a person. No. But I really don't like The Breakfast Club. Fair enough. Okay, I can work with that. Um, here's a, here's a, a hockey question. Oh yeah, I see this now. Who would Peter Trelli trade faster? A Hall-sized Lucic or a Russell-sized <laughs> Russell? Nonsense, I know, but par for the course. Uh, obviously, <laughs> it's a hall size blue cheese. So it's obviously who he trades. Any connection to Taylor Hall whatsoever is getting moved. We just have to be really honest about that. Yeah. Oh, and Russell sized anything is staying. Yeah. 
Man, okay, so I, I asked a question about where I could find the blocked shots stats. That's that is where my brain is gone. So I'm looking at blocked shots. And Chris Russell, good old four by four, approximately 160 block shots so far this season, and there's still 29 games left to play. Um, the most that I've that I've seen, uh, looking back just on an individual basis, first season was like, you know, 250 block shots over an 82 game season. Mm-hmm. Um, but like your good NHL defenders. I think Nick Lidstrom, for example, in his last season in the NHL, which was by far not his best season because he was like 900 years old by then, he blocked like 75 shots in 80 or 79 games or something like that. As you said, if you're blocking shots, it's because you're not getting the puck out of your zone, bro. And the problem with this whole block shots thing is Drew Remenda talked about it a number of times last night on the on the hockey game um, about how how good Chris Russell is at it, and I'm like, but. The underlying problem. It's like, yeah, you're good at retaking tests, but you're not good at taking the first the test in the first place, right? <laughs> That's a great metaphor. It's the same it's thing. The same thing. Oh, but anyway, the Oilers are doing stupid things, and Chris Russell's just blocking all the shots. Uh, Drake Kajula got a puck in the face, or maybe a stick. I don't even know. I was only half watching, and then. <laughs> 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 I said so that's the, where you were. I said the the good, the bad, and the ugly is what I do when I don't feel like doing a whole write up. And uh, when I got to the ugly, I just wrote at first. I just wrote Milan Lucic, and then like hit the bullet point. And I was like, okay, I'll go back and add something. <laughs> um, but I've decided that he should be uh, strapped to a rocket and uh, launched into the sun. Yeah, poor guy. Um, Milan, I'm sure you're a very nice person. I probably count he is. Yes, you as a person, no. I'm just very angry. About a lot of things. But the circumstances that led you to Edmonton. Yes. Now please waive your no move clause so you can leave. <laughs> That's what we would Again, like. nothing against you personally. No. I'm very, very sorry. And honestly, very, very sorry. Yep. Um, I have a question for you. Yes. Do you think that saying... No. <laughs> well, I hope that's your, your answer. <laughs> but do you think that saying that, for example, Chris Russell is a bad NHL defenseman is the same thing as saying Chris Russell is a bad hockey player. Um. Because if you put Chris Russell in most other, like, professional leagues and definitely, like, you know, beer leagues, he's going to be one of the better players, right? Yeah. So saying that he's a bad defenseman, does that say, are you, is it the same as saying he's a bad hockey player? I think if you're talking specifically about his position, then yes. If you're saying in terms of how he compares to the NHL, mm-hmm. no. Because obviously there's, as you're saying, other leagues out there mm-hmm. that exist. Well, because, yeah, and then that was the thing that, that someone tried to get into with me last night. I was like, I'm not having this fight with anybody. Um, that, like, if he was better at his job, and his job is being an NHL defenseman, mm-hmm. people would have less to say about him being a bad NHL defenseman, mm-hmm. right? That's sort of the thing. I have one more question, one more hockey question for you. Oh, boy. It's just, you're, you're, you were enough of a Oilers fan, past tense, that you could Thank probably you. answer this question. You're welcome. Um, do you think that if Ryan Getzlaff and or Corey Perry mm-hmm. and or Ryan Kessler mm-hmm. played in Edmonton, mm-hmm. Oilers fans would like them? Oh, yeah, for sure. Okay. Because, like, a lot of people did not like Milan Lucic. 
and then he came here. Or is that Cassian? Is that Cassian broke Sam Gagne's face? That's true. And now we're like, Cassian's the best. That's true. Um, anyway, because people, it was just interesting last night seeing people like, I hate, um, I hate this guy. I hate him. I'm like, do you, do you really? Or would you, would you hate Corey Perry if he played on our team? And I think the answer is no. I think if those dirty asshole players played here, we'd be like, yeah, they're the best. I think Matthew Kachuk is another one. Because mm. people fucking hate him. He super needs to change his Twitter name. What is it? To Chuck E. Cheese. Oh, yeah. Right. And people like, I don't know. Oh, it's all the Calgary people that are on our Twitter feed. But I was just glancing through it. And I was just like, it's just not very professional. And it's like in all caps and then lowercase. And I'm just like, oh, boy. Yeah. This is a mess to say and type. Yeah. Um, so, no. They would not care. No, I think they'd probably be able to get over it pretty darn quick. It's all double standards. Yeah. Um, that's all we have. That's like a really long time. Holy shit. Oh my god, I know. Sorry about that. And I'll do whatever I need to do on the computer to make it less shitty next weekend. Because next weekend we got lots of things happening. We do. We can't have... No. Are we going to have to, like, space it out over different days? I don't know. We'll see. We do have days off. We'll have the Monday off, though, so we can. That's true. Um, okay, so you can find our stuff if you want to on iTunes and Stitcher and SoundCloud and Google Play. Mm-hmm. With Twitter, mm-hmm. you can find Kelsey on Twitter at Garbage Fire Pod. <laughs> you can find me on Twitter at Mig14. Don't forget our Instagram. The reason for the distraction, the major one, will be is posted on our story right now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that was, that was a real big distraction. Yeah, as Garbage Fire Podcast, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, you can send us an email at garbagefirepodcast at gmail.com or you can go to our website, garbagefirepodcast.com which will take you to our WordPress site. So thanks again, Tyler, for um, that domain. That was super cool of you. We do have some stickers and some magnets mm-hmm. if people are interested. Um, we've been getting lots of magnet requests, actually. I've really? Like six or seven more since last week. Okay, good. So maybe they're not as limited edition as we thought. I don't know. <laughs> we still have quite a few left, though, don't we? We do, but I think I'm through the first pile. Oh. Once I fill these ones, I think I'm through the first pile of 25, so. Damn. Yeah, so yeah, if you want, like, magnets and stuff, let us know. Uh, we also have a... A PayPal thing if you're interested in like helping us out at all um whatever you don't have to like don't feel obligated obviously but mm-hmm. at some point we would like to buy maybe a new microphone potentially a new computer it sounds like I don't know oh boy yeah um no I'm just just kidding um but yeah we'd like to maybe buy a new microphone and then also we you know have some ideas about uh some stuff stickers and maybe different uh merch that we could do merch that we could do mm-hmm. um and I mean obviously like that kind of stuff we aren't asking for any money for the stickers and magnets or whatever. They're or stamps. Or, or stamps yeah. and things like that, yeah. Yeah. So if you're interested, uh, it's on our, it's our pinned tweet, I think, on our Twitter. Is yes. the link to the PayPal, and I'm, we should maybe put that on our website. I'll figure out how to do that. Yeah. Yeah, we'll do that. And then if you are interested, you can send us some money. Mm-hmm. And if not, that's cool, too. That is very cool. Um, there is literally no pressure. None whatsoever. Um, we super appreciate that you listen to us, though, all mm-hmm. of you who do. That's awesome. Um, and, uh, like we said, next week we're going to talk a lot about Black Panther. I can feel it already. Oh, and we will be less distracted. Hopefully. That's true. Probably. Today was just one of those days. I don't know. Um, now there's rugby on the TV. Like, there's just a lot of things going on. It's a lot of things. So next, yeah, next week we're going to do, uh, the Black Panther, and then we're also going to record our live 
commentary of King Arthur. Yeah, not sure when that one's gonna get posted. No, yet, but, but it'll be. We'll have it in the can for a while. Did you listen on Puckstoop? P.S. This is a question directly to you, and not to the people that are listening to us. When they were talking about when they recorded their like live commentary of the Mighty Ducks and how they did it. No. <laughs> really funny. Was it on the? It might have been on the, the, the Patreon because yeah. I'm not on that. Um, they, it was yeah. Like they were watching it on 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 one of their laptops, I guess, and they had like the earbuds in and the microphones. They were like sitting like side by side on the couch, and I was like, "Can we just turn on the TV?" Yeah, it seems like a way better setup. That's very funny. And can you hear the movie? While no, it doing? was dead silence. Oh. So there's like long silent pauses because they had the. Okay, so we did okay then. We did just fine. This is just a conversation for us. Yeah, we did just <laughs> fine. Oh. Um, if you have it, yeah, and we'll 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 give you notice, I guess, for. When we're gonna post that King Arthur one, whenever we get around to it, so that if you wanna follow along or whatever, and you watch it, you watch can. the movie. Ahead it's of time. very bonkers. I'm looking forward to it. Oh, it's bonkers in all of the best ways. Yeah, it's super. Is. It's Guy Ritchie just doing Guy Ritchie things. Yeah. Um, but that is all we have for this week. Even with all of our technical difficulties, we still talked for ninety minutes. I know, and I didn't even get to talk about RuPaul's Drag Race or what's happening on Riverdale right now. Like, we'll do that next week. We'll do it. Well. After. Maybe we should make a plan and write some things it, down. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> just like point form. Just so that. It's usually what it was before. I know. <laughs> just so we don't forget. I don't know. Anyway. Um, thank you so much. Get us out of here, <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for listening. And we'll see you in the dumpster.